Welcome to Super Fun Game Review Podcast Go, a look at modern and retro games with a dark sense of humor. Introducing your host, Steve. Well, I'm a wreck now. Harry. Put it in my mouth. Clark. That man had one testicle to hit home runs, goddammit. And Joe. This went off the rails very quickly. Let's start the show. Welcome back for another episode of Super Fun Game Review Podcast. Go! Go! Hopefully that blended together. We will see. Uh, Let me look around this empty room. To my left, I have Harry. I have a rifle. Her name's Sue. To my further left, I have Clark. Uh, My name's Crypto. I'm going to put things in your button stuff. (laughs) And even further, further left, I have Joe. He's heading for that white building. No, the other white building. You know, the one with the statue. The tall, ugly guy with the beard. He's like Amish or something. (laughs) And I will be your host tonight, Steve. It's probing time. All right, before we jump into it, I want to let you guys know that this episode is brought to you by Deep Creek Glassworks. Deep Creek Glassworks has been making handcrafted durable glass goods since 2013. They're your one-stop shop if you want some ornaments, pendants. Uh, They've made glass straws. They made some beer glasses for Clark. I've seen wine glasses, tabletops. Um, With Halloween right around the corner, they also do some really awesome-looking glass pumpkins. So you can pick some of them up for all of your holidays. Halloween, Christmas, werewolf bar mitzvahs, spooky, scary. You definitely need to make sure to check out their website at deepcreekglassworks.com. That's spelled W-O-R-X. And just for you guys, our listeners, if you use the promo code SUPERFUN, you will get 10% off of your first order. Uh, Along with that, after you already expended your 10% off, any orders that are $50 and over are free shipping in crush-resistant boxes, so you don't need to worry about them getting all smashed up on the way to you. Definitely check them out, deepcreeklassworks.com. Works is spelled W-O-R-X. Support some local business, people. And with that, let's get into some initial impressions. I'm going to start with Joe. <laughs> Joe, you're I'm on I'm going to start with yeah, Joe. <laughs> so, I mean, I heard about this game when it first came out. Um, I think it was on PS2. I, I heard about the remake like four days before it came out, basically. Um, and then, you know, I was like, oh, well, that's cool. I, I never really got around to playing that. I thought it was kind of a cool concept. And, uh, well, I played it. <laughs> I'm, I'm just absolutely wet over here with sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> you really just poured it on. Yeah. Did we lose Steve? He's on. He's on mute. <laughs> Steve's on mute. I am on mute. I was there. <laughs> I started talking about your wet alien propaganda. How, how moist you are. Sounds like a like a pot of macaroni and cheese. Uh, Harry, uh, go ahead. don't ruin macaroni and cheese like that. <laughs> <laughs> Harry, initial impressions. I well, I'll, I'll be honest. I uh, never played this before, but I I was familiar with it. I don't remember which one of my younger brothers played it, but I kind of remember somebody playing this uh, on Xbox when I was like. I'm going to guess like 17, 18, something like that. 
And then it completely fell off my radar until present day when you just hit us with this gem. You're welcome. <laughs> and that is uh, about all of my initial impressions. There we go. Mr. Clark. Uh, this game kind of reminded me of um, Stubbs the Zombie, which is a great game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you probably know where I'm going with this, but uh, no, 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 that was pretty subtle. Yeah, um, yeah. I saw that this was a remake. Uh, I had seen it in some of like the Facebook groups that I'm in and stuff like that, and I just didn't didn't know how to feel about it. And now I've beaten it, so you have feelings. Yeah, I have feelings. I have very strong feelings. <laughs> Uh, for myself, I did play just a little bit of this game, not a whole lot. I I figured it would be fun to bring to the table since it's a little bit of an older game, uh, you know, only like mid 2000s. Um, I did look forward to playing it and I enjoyed it throughout, which I won't give away too much. And I have some satisfaction in hearing that I made some of you angry. Uh, that brings me great joy. Let's get into some development. Game development. Game development. Yeah, game development. I got one question about game development. Uh, okay. Why? Um, <laughs> because. There you oh, okay. go. You're welcome. Look, I get this game as like a PS2 game, but like why this was remastered, I don't I, like I couldn't find a big like contingency of people asking for this to be remade anywhere on the Internet where they're usually the loudest. I I feel like this game is one of these like cult following games like it doesn't have a a huge audience, but I think it probably has a very dedicated audience that that's what I'm guessing. I don't actually know but this just feels like one of those games. It certainly does. And after playing it, I can tell you that that cult has bad taste. <laughs> Ouch. Well, at least uh, the remake was developed by black forest games. Of course, this is based off of the 2005 destroy all humans, which was um, developed by pandemic studios. Uh, THQ published it. And then when THQ went bankrupt, I think it was like 2012, they started selling off IP, and now we have Destroy All Humans 2020, which came out um, towards the end of July of this year. Uh, it uses the Unreal Engine, so you can kind of see some of the physics in there. If you ever played some of the original, you would notice, of course, there's a big difference, and you would hope so for the fact it's remade. Didn't get the best scores. Um, I mean, I know you guys would... Shocker. I, you guys would argue against that being uh, probably your favorite game of 2020 so far. But yeah, pretty mid-range for the most part. Well, mid to high range, somewhere between, if we're using like a scale, like between 6 and 7 out of 10. Yeah. So not too terrible. Spoiler alert, not rating it yeah, that right. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks for throwing that out there. Now I have nothing else to look forward to. So thanks for joining us, everybody. That was fun. <laughs> just like skipped like five segments. <laughs> hey, know, let's I, just wrap it up, guys. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm just throwing what was actually like received to the rest of the public before you. Mm. So is that all we have for game development or? <laughs> <laughs>
there isn't really much more on it, to be honest. Um, like Steve said, it's it was a very small developer. There was 60 people that made this. So, like, yeah, and- uh, it took them three years to do this, which is surprising. I mean, they they did try to keep the same, like, humor and dialogue that was in the original. I honestly think other than just, like, a graphics upgrade, the only big difference was they added, like, one mission. That was pretty much about it. Now, I think that was the mission with the nuclear bomb, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah I think you're right. It was when you're in uh, Area 42. Yeah, apparently that was supposed to be part of the original game, but they scrapped it, so they just brought it back anyway yeah i mean i really don't have too much more on it it's pretty straightforward here's an old game we made it look newer here's one extra thing and play three years all right now <laughs> hold your horses yeah <laughs> no. all right so uh let's uh zip our way over into some story story hit us with that synopsis all right yeah you guys are going to be upset because i actually wrote things out as our story begins in 1959 we see the u.s military ready to launch a rocket when all of a sudden a flying saucer appears colliding with the rocket a furon cryptosporidium 136 crypto for short emerges from the wreckage and falls to the ground a high-ranking furon commander orthopox 13 and Crypto-137 must find the fallen Furon so that their advanced technologies are not exploited and to collect human DNA, something needed to continue their existence by cloning due to the lack of their genitalia. Zipping all over the U.S., the Furons wreak havoc on small rural towns, suburbs, and major cities. In the midst of the destruction, they catch the attention of a mysterious group named Majestic. Majestic stalks the Furons as they continue their campaign. After landing in Area 42 and seeing what they've done to Crypto-136, their plan changes. Destroy all humans! They said the thing. I I had to get excited. After setting off to assassinate the president and Congress, Crypto-137 finally encounters the leader of Majestic. Silhouette. A chick? After a long and epic battle, a long, long Long epic battle. Crypto-137 is victorious and gives a speech to America under the skies of the deceased president, saying that the communists have poisoned the U.S. water supply only to set up DNA extraction machines to continue the survival of the Furon race. Hey, 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 wake the fuck up. Uh, What? What happened? Wake up. uh, Apparently, uh, Giant, uh, an alien race came to destroy all humans. Glad you were asleep for it. It's fine. Damn it. I, I don't think I missed much. <laughs> Just fantastic. So, I mean, it's the story is uh, ignorant humans, advanced aliens, uh, anal probes, and brain extractions. It's every cliche about aliens invading Earth wrapped up into a game that you're forced to play that that, honestly though it's not a bad thing that they stayed to the stereotypes i mean because of the humor in it like i I don't know if they it just seems fitting for this game like if it was a very serious storyline then yes i would say go in a direction that is 
designing your own story, but playing on the tropes because it's a goofy game. I, I think it was the correct move. Yeah, they just wanted to be silly with it. That's why, like, the majority of the characters were, like, over the top. You know, you had the Billy and Susie, the high school sweethearts and whatnot, just, like, all <laughs> willy-nilly. <laughs> Real you know. quick, can we can we talk about how Billy looked like he was 45 in yeah, his Letterman jacket? <laughs> <laughs> which, which one was Old Billy? grandpa there. I don't, it's all of the teenagers that were supposed to look like teenagers looked like 40 year old men. Oh, the actually pretty much like- all the character models looked like they were the same age. Mm. I don't yeah, remember seeing kids in the game. No, I, I do not believe uh, the children were destroyed at all. Yeah, that's probably a conscious decision as to probably. not going around killing children. Hey, Did let's they, make I, a fun, silly game. Do you want to kill kids? Dude, Dave, what the fuck is wrong with you? This is three but, games in a row. We're not killing the kids. <laughs> Just going up to like carriages with babies in them and like sending out the anal probe. Yeah, I can <laughs> see that. Christ. I can see that <laughs> not going over well with critics. <laughs> yeah, that, that probably would not look too well at I all. I mean, but to be fair, like, even the biggest like edgelords uh, that make fucking video games like GTA don't put killing kids in there. Like, it's a pretty common thing to not have that in a video game. Wasn't there a recent Call of Duty where you could, like, throw a grenade in a baby crib and then you fail your mission because you killed the baby? I have no idea. I, I just seen, like, small videos or memes where it's like they bust in the door in night vision and there's, like, some woman crying and then there is like a, a crib in the corner. And if you throw like a flashbang or something else in the crib, all of a sudden it's game over. Yeah, I think I've seen that. OK. All right. So I'm not completely wrong. So there was one, but <laughs> they have enough money to be like, ah, who gives a shit? But yeah, probably not a probably not a main thing to do. I thought it was funny how like they had like these like not only did they go with like all the the tropes in the story, but like all of the locations were like very stereotypical and stuff like that. Like the first place you go, like you land and you're going to like that fair or whatever. Like there's two people having sex in a car, and there's a guy just like peeking through the fucking window at them. Like, like what the fuck? Well, did you get to the part where all the cars were lined up and shaken? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it's just like what the fuck. We ain't got nothing else to do in this town. It's very, it's very realistic. <laughs> All the cars shaking in a line. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Apparently, no one has been to make out point. I'm sorry to hear that, Clark. I've been to make out point. Yeah. yeah. Cops get involved. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's at a park down by the river. <laughs> Uh, uh whoops so yeah i mean i feel like they like like where did majestic come from like like they didn't explain a whole lot like of this they're story. a shadowy government uh organization man where do I all mean, shadowy government organizations <laughs> come from the free yeah, i mean i get that <laughs> i mean they just like left a lot like to be desired but wait whoa whoa wait with your critique already, did you actually desire it, or are you just saying that? It would have made it more tolerable. Okay. Okay. There's no exposition in anything that they do or any sort of like composition. I feel like I feel like they honestly just sat down and were like, 
all right, we're going to hit all of these alien memes and then we're going to put a bad guy behind it. And here's your story. I think it's very shallow, even right. even even in like the form of like parodying something or, you know, being a meme. Like if you think about it, like Shaun of the Dead isn't really a very deep movie, but like it's a parody of a zombie movie and they nail every single fucking thing that they're doing like perfectly. And it's like it's a somewhat engaging story if you're going to throw it in there. They do some like interesting kind of logical things. They kind of tie it up at the end. But like when you look at like a parody game, it, it leaves a lot to be desired, especially when there's like a lot of them out there that uh, you can compare it to. I will uh, agree with a lot of those points with with the shallowness. And it was actually hard to stay tuned in to the story just because there wasn't like there wasn't anything really significant happening between missions. It was like, OK, now go to this place. All right, investigate this thing. But like there wasn't like this grand buildup in any way. And then all of a sudden, boom, you're at a final boss. And I didn't even honestly story progression. I didn't even know how I got to that boss. And and I think part of it is the way they told the story. But like it was so boring that I tuned a lot out as well. <laughs> you just finally decided to fly to Washington, D.C. That's why you came across the boss. That's that's what it felt like. It was like, you mean I could have just flown here to begin with i didn't have to do all these other shitty towns across america <laughs> no when uh when orthopox saw the power of tv and then the president spoke they're like oh we need to go get him now uh, at least that's where that came from i'm not like totally defending and i'm just saying it's like there's there is a reason that they went to the washington dc yeah i mean i get it like and those are the only points that were like kind of funny is to like like when you took over the mayor or you took over the news station guy, because like they were like things like I get it like back then that like people really looked up into these people and they had really impressions. But that was like two spots in the game that like really meant anything. Yeah, where you're like choosing the dialogue and stuff. Yeah, yeah. there was there's a weird echo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody else Joe, hear that? Joe just yelled that down a hallway. <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Ma, the loaf. <laughs> But no, I mean, if you're looking for like any substance in a story, this isn't going to give it to you. I mean, it's I don't think you're wrong of like, hey, here's a concept for a game. Let's make up what we want to do with it and then just kind of throw some weird story around it. And that might be why they went so far back to, you know, the late 50s, like 1959. I, I had a look because I was thinking it's like this looks to be like 1960 just from like the non-military technology that they had like the look of the tvs and that's probably playing off of the uh the roswell stereotype as well i think that's why they chose the setting that they did oh yeah definitely and it's i think it's also easy to kind of hit that sort of mentality for like the the npcs because uh like clark saying stubs the zombie it was kind of the same thing it's like 50 60 years ago but what they thought of the future back in like the, the late fifties, early sixties, something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just so devoid of actual story to me that I just, it's so story light. And for like a relatively longer game, I feel like that or it just felt like it took forever. I don't know about you guys, but like 
Yeah, I felt like I spent too much time playing the game. I thought it was also funny that, like, I get it's, like, you know, 1959 or whatever, but, like, guess what? Every city in America doesn't have fucking tanks and 17 anti-aircraft fucking things, like... Mechs or anything back in that time. (laughs) (laughs) That was a bit much. When I saw the first one, I'm like, yeah, that's that's where we're going with this. But at the same time, you're playing a, a small alien blowing up, you know, the United States. So how much can you really look into getting substance out of this thing yeah no substance great album (laughs) that's pretty much it there let's probe it up into some gameplay gameplay mine is the final boss i did it in three sittings oh i did it in two and then it took a subsequent 10 (laughs) to beat it yikes I couldn't stand playing this game so much that I was breaking it up almost by every two missions. I was like, I'll play two missions. Fuck, I can't do this anymore. Walk away from it. Come back to it like a couple hours later, like do another couple missions. So I can walk away from it. Maybe that's why it felt like forever for me playing the game. But even in the gameplay, like where usually if we're really mostly down on the story, the gameplay has something there. But like, fuck that end boss is excruciatingly difficult. And all four of us fucking struggled on that. Yeah, they didn't prepare you for that at all. Like like I kind of alluded to, I it took me seven and a half hours to get to the last boss. It took me a total gameplay of 24 hours to beat the game. It was fucking brutal. I mean, granted, some of that time after I got yeah. to the boss was me just going back to farm the like experience points to level up skills, which was fucking ridiculous because I got to a point where like I just couldn't earn anymore. Like the the challenges, like I had fucked myself with like not upgrading my ship at all, which made it extremely difficult to do the challenges where you have to destroy the towns because so, I didn't have anything upgraded. You know, you could farm by like harvesting their brains on characters, right? Like, yeah, you don't but that was do- so slow. I got into a groove where I was probably getting a thousand every couple of minutes. And yet how monotonous was it? I mean, it was excruciating, but I mean, it, it was <laughs> at least and getting me the experience points it. quick. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I would just spend like a half hour, try to go on as high of a rampage as I could then get like the crowds of people. And then I, I don't know. I, I mean, I did it. But but the the issue is like the grinding only gets you so far. It doesn't make the end boss easy. And that that's the issue. Like, even if you max everything out, that last boss is still going to be painful as fuck. Yeah. The hardest part of, I guess, I'm combining the two parts of the last boss where it's the giant mech. That took me like four, maybe five times to get through. It, it's, it's that I'm final, sorry, final boss me. where you're fighting silhouette. And she was just something else because they're throwing agents at you and then there's mechs coming at you and then there's turrets that pop up out of the ground and there's two different type of turrets and you have to defeat the power source which never came up before so it's like but organically to be able to beat it like you have to find the patterns which is kind of a pain in the ass (laughs) every everything they throw at you in that fight though is you you could tolerate it. Yes, it's a lot getting thrown at you, but but it is doable. It's her one attack that removes all your shields that puts you one hit away from death. And 
the issue with it, like, yes, you can dodge it. Like, I know Clark was telling me, like, you got to use the dodge and everything. But even as soon as it's not going to hit you anymore, she's already revving up another one. And you have, like, such minimal amount of time to drop her in between that attack that it's just absurd. The amount of times I was just skating around the ring up, missed my window to attack or I couldn't find her quick enough. Well, I'm just going to keep skating around the ring. Yeah, I think my what made would have made this game a lot easier. Well, not easier, but just like, yeah, easier would be like the skill where you like extract like transmorgued things like into ammo and stuff like that skill was fucking useless because it took so long to use to transmorg like trash on the ground into gun ammo was like an eight second process. Like nowhere in the game do you have any kind of time to actually do that. I found out though that you can. So like, I don't know if you guys use the unlimited skate ability Yeah. on my last play that I actually was able to kill her. I found out you can morph those materials while still skating. Now it's weird to hold circle and hit square at the same time, but I was able to do it and I just, I transmogrify it the once and then loop around and then pick it up on my second pass you could do multiple abilities at the same time. And I didn't know that until last minute. So I was skating and shooting at the same time The the shooting did not interrupt your skate. And that's, uh, that was the key to actually finally beating. Cause I was able to stay on the move and still pump out firepower. When you were skating, did you get the constant deflect? It still outruns all the homing missiles as long as you don't get caught up on a wall or anything. Uh, you can go any direction, zigzag, whatever. Those purple missiles won't hit you as long as you stay moving. Um, so it's a kind of a deflect in a way. But, I mean, they could still shoot you if they hit you with a bullet or something like that. If you if you just dodge the bullets, like she fires four bullets, if you dodge four times in quick succession, it takes all the homing off of them and they just fly into the sky. Mm. I, I couldn't get that to work. I, I tried that as well, and I, I just could not get that to work for me. I know. I, I went with like dashing around like an object, like some of the uh, shipping crates or like the um, heavy machinery and just kind of went around a l- little bit of a circle. Like when she like started shooting them, I'd stay off on one side, wait till I see, you know, the purple missiles coming in and then kind of like dash back, dash left forward and then just keep moving forward. And if I moved towards her, it wasn't too bad. And by that point I had my, um, disintegrate array and that was like the main thing to take her out of the sky so she couldn't like do any more of them yeah i mean i line a slider on a lot of stuff but i felt like the dash wasn't really effective because like the shield didn't seem to work if you were getting shot from behind anyway like it wasn't like a a full circumference or anything like that like it was just a fucking pain in the ass like i like i said i spent so much time on that fight i basically like once i got to once i got to that boss like I tried it like five times, like the first time I tried it and I was like, and I was so, so fucking pissed when I was done it. Cause it was so aggravating. Cause it was like super cheap shit that would get me like every time. And then like, I was like, all right. And then I tried it the next day and did it like two or three times. And I was like, okay, this is fucking ridiculous. I was like, I'm just going to try it twice every day until we record this. And I finally beat it yesterday. And I was a hundred percent expecting to not beat this game. I agree. I I was in that same boat. 
I didn't think wow. I would be able to do it. I was I was okay with it too. Like honestly, I was like, you know what? I'm okay with not beating this because this game is fucking trash. We honestly, with how many elements that you have to juggle fighting the end boss, it felt like a Dark Souls fight. Like where you're just like, okay, well, I have to dodge this or it's going to fucking kill me instantly or like, okay, there's like weird little fucking mobs that show up. So I need to kill them. Like the game is so unbalanced with that kind of stuff in general with the gameplay. Like it takes for it takes forever to get like ammunition. But if you have the ammunition, you just mow everything down and like you're in no danger whatsoever. Like that kind of weird off balance just is a really uninteresting and very unsatisfying way like i was just angry when i beat the game as well like i i was just like fuck this game like i i, I want nothing to do with this it, yeah it, it, it's, huh. it's brutal like like dark souls when you beat a fucking boss in dark souls it feels accomplishing like it feels like you fucking accomplish something this all it did was piss me off because there was no clear mechanics. Things happened randomly somewhat. And I'm not talking about the phases. I know the phases were set, but like things would happen much more randomly than like learning pattern, actual patterns and things like that. It was just you're talking about the uh, mostly the, the final boss. Yeah, specifically the final boss. Oh, there there were totally patterns. It's like they they came out at. Well, like I just said. Other than the three distinct different phases, the patterns weren't the same. She wouldn't always go to the same spot or do the same thing. You couldn't learn like an actual like mapped out pattern like that. Or, hey, if I move over here, she will react like that. There was no AI. She was set up randomly, which is why I was saying that there's no patterns. Dude, I had one point where she literally was just sitting in the side of a fucking the excavator on the left hand side. She's just running into the tread and I still couldn't fucking kill her. It's bad. It's a bad game. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't she doesn't hunt you like at all. Either. No. Right. Like no, you just have to the, chase the, her down. The rest of the surrounding mobs, whether it be the the majestic agents or the mechs, they come out at like certain points in her health bar or phase whatnot. two. They come out yeah. phase they they Yeah. Uh, and then tanks yeah. come or the mechs come out phase three. Mobs uh three mobs come out phase two. Like that's not the pattern that I'm talking about. I'm talking about her specifically. I, I am really surprised that you guys are that angry i know it took a long Dude, time to beat it but but i mean it's like I, I'm, I'm a little surprised i'm angry because of the preparedness of the game like the game feels like it's made for uh an 11 year old the entire game ain't no 11 year old beating silhouette no right exactly like i was not beating this game when i was 11 fuck that no that's I fair 100 percent moved on to another game I, I would have like if the internet was around when we were eleven. I mean, it was, but it was fucking slow. Sure, like I would have got to the end, fought, fought that boss for like an hour, and been like, "I'm YouTubing the ending." Yep. <laughs> F- funny, funny thought uh, or funny moment that happened when I finally beat that boss yesterday. Again, I was I was in the same cycle of just getting killed, getting killed, getting killed. And <laughs> Leanne came in the room and she was like, hey, can you help me with something real quick? She's like, can you put that a boss? I was like, no, you need to give me a few minutes here. <laughs> and then I, I finally downed the boss and I was like, oh, my fucking God, I fucking did it. And she started laughing 
in the other room and then walked by the doorway and she kind of gave me that look like fucking loser. (laughs) 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 But I was like freaking out that I finally beat it. So I, I did, on the other hand, feel accomplished. But just to be able to say like it's done, not that like I felt rewarded, but like that I got past this hurdle so I could just call it quits. That's it's a, diff- it's yeah. a different kind of you felt, uh, you felt accomplished that you finished it for the podcast. Now, in a vacuum, if you were just playing that game for enjoyment, beating that boss, you probably wouldn't be too thrilled. Or you would have just given up and been like, fuck it. I don't need to do this. You yeah. know what I mean? Like the cutscene at the end after you beat it is fucking stupid as hell. It, I don't know. It's yeah, just, the, it's the payoff was not there for it. I, I even yeah. said out loud while watching the final cutscene when he turns from the president to crypto. I was like, who the fuck didn't see that coming? Yeah. <laughs> like, saw that like as soon as the president popped up on the screen. I was like, oh, you know, that's crypto. Were, were you expecting a twist? No, I just <laughs> like. I don't know. It wasn't subtle at all. It was just, hey, here it comes. Oh, look, he told them to walk into a space capsule and they're doing it. I wonder. (laughs) I'm going to put stuff in your butt. (laughs) Oh, hey there. You know, never mind. I'll save it for later. (laughs) Your main go to weapons. We didn't have a choice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wh- there was what, no the choice. You had weapons? to use the electric. You didn't. I mean, you didn't. Okay. But then when you ran out of ammo, you had to use the electric. Until you got some more ammo. Which, like, never fucking happened. Like I said, the transmorg to get ammo took so long, it was unusable. Unless you, like, took your gameplay length and, like, made it way longer. And, like, ran all the way out of town to, like, the edge of the zone where she would yell at you. And try to work something out there for, like, 20 minutes and then come back in. Here, here's the correct answer for everyone. Zapper gun for crypto, death ray for saucer. Yeah, because they're the only ones with infinite ammo that automatically recharge. Exactly. It was not an option. I, I use the abducto beam a good bit on the saucer. Just pick stuff up and throw it into other things. It did a hell of a lot more damage than the, the, the death ray. That required leveling it up because all I could pick up was humans with it, which sucked. <laughs> Just, ugh. All right, did did you use like the the detonator at all to like Oh yeah, the five shots where again you got no more. <laughs> I used that to um No, no it's it's the bomb. Yes, not the yeah. five shot. Yeah, the bomb. Yeah, the bomb. You only got five of them though. If you didn't upgrade it, you could only hold five. So yeah, one one shot from that did like a third of her shield damage. Yeah. Useful. I didn't use it on her at all cuz it's I, not really I, worth it, honestly. No, I used that on the um, like the machine gun turrets and shit like that. Yeah, you know? I used it on mechs. You could take a mech down with two of them. I never actually attacked the mechs in that final boss fight. I let the fucking big laser beam that destroys everything take those out. Oh, yeah, exactly. That's all I did. I just hid from those guys. Yeah, just fuck everything else. Just go after her. I found out how to turn off the laser beam. If you hop in the same safety spot as Silhouette, and shoot her while she's in cover. She turns the whole thing off. All right. Well, we'll uh, we we can we can move on from here. We're gonna transmog ourselves into some graphics. Graphics. So I mean, for the graphics, it's just upgraded. I mean, so yeah, yeah. Have you seen our next segment. like original gameplay? Okay, so I would still call that upgraded a little bit. At least is it the though? physics in it? It's a little more smooth. Yeah, 
physics is not graphics in my opinion, but the, the character models and the city and stuff like that is barely better. It's it's upscaled. Like if you look at like it, I mean, it's hard to envision now because like, you know, if you especially if you have like a 2K monitor or something like that or a full HD like screen, you know, a, a, an original, you know, or a PlayStation 2 copy of this game is only going to take up like an eighth of that size. Right. So if you take a screenshot of that game and make it the eighth of your side of the screen, it actually doesn't look okay. that bad because it's the correct resolution. I mean, I don't really feel it one way or another much worse than about it. I mean, I at least noticed the the bit of upgrade and not that I had a whole lot of experience with the original, but I don't know. I don't really have anything to complain about for it. All right. So in our discord, I just posted a picture that is a comparison of one of the character models. Um, it's um, I can't tell the difference. <laughs> no, it's, it's completely redone, but yeah. Uh, so I will say this, the graphics are all right. When you're not in the saucer, when you get into the saucer, everything kind of gets bland. Like, I feel like a lot of the detail gets sucked out and on as powerful machines as they have right now, there could have been more detail. That's my really only gripe with the graphics, uh, because I actually thought they did a pretty good job of like capturing the era. And like when you're running around as crypto, I thought the graphics were like, OK, like I didn't think they were like mind blowingly amazing, but it's a remake. So you can't expect that. Um I, I thought some of the little details and things like that were very like stylistically pleasing. So here's another thing about graphics that I'll say about this game. So I know some of us played on PC, some of us played on PlayStation for PC. And I'm going to go back to control for a second here. When I played control on PC with like settings, like pretty high, I got like 90 FPS pretty much consistently. This game, my graphics card was fucking pegged. And I was getting like 50 to 60 FPS. So that tells you the optimization in this was terrible because this game is nowhere near as good as looking. It was it was just ridiculous. I did not have the same graphical issues with performance as you did, Joe. But we also have different PCs. I mean, I I played on PlayStation. I thought the game ran pretty smooth. Was your was your PlayStation right. like real loud while you were playing it or was it like, OK, like performance wise? How, how would you how would you rate that? I I think I made a comment at once to Leanne about my PlayStation running like a fucking jet engine again. But uh, I think that only happened once, but I didn't really have any lag. I had no issues jumping in and out of the menu. I, I don't I don't really remember anything jarring playing this game. Speaking on graphics, though, I appreciate I don't, I don't want to say I, I love, but I, I do appreciate the the art direction that they went with. Like, it's a very kind of cartoony style, and I, I thought it, it fit right into this game. Um, mm-hmm. Actually, I think as far as all my categories go, I think this for me personally, was the strongest. I'm not saying it was amazing graphically. I, I just think the art style was a good decision. And and and, and I, I know you did that side-by-side picture, uh, Clark, that you just sent us. It seems like they really laid into the stereotypes visually in the game as well. Because I guess that farmer whatever was just a generic farmer in the original, but it seemed like they really made him like a hick the remake and just visually he has like all the tropes that you would think mentioning a character like that. Yeah. Just keeping it silly, which is pretty much like 
what I just took away from this whole game. It's like I I did not pick this expecting this to be like a super in-depth serious game. It's like, all right, this just looks like a really a really weird cartoony game. I think it's also very important to note to the audience too, especially if they haven't played this game. This is a very vibrant game. Uh, and it uses a wide uh, array of colors in their their color palette for this. And it's just it's very bright. Everything. Well, it's kind of hard for everything to pop if everything pops. But uh, there there is no blandness to this to this game whatsoever. Yeah, and and especially what from what Clark was saying, like when you're actually playing like as crypto when you're on the ground, that's when you really get to see a lot of the extra work that they put into it. Um, but yeah, when you're in the saucer, it loses it loses a lot uh, compared to just being you know the the first person character rather than a flying saucer. All right. Well, I think um, anybody else has anything else. I just kept thinking of the fucking Aqua Barbie song every time I played this because everything looked plastic. <laughs> Then uh, we're going to go ahead and disintegrate ourselves into some audio. Audio. While Steve was doing development, I, I had a hunch during playing this game. But when Steve was doing development, I pulled up a page and confirmed it. And I don't know if I'm glad that my hunch was correct, but they didn't re-record any voice lines in this game. They did not. They just used the old voice lines. I was like, you got to be kidding me. I mean, like you could tell. And at first I was like, oh, they're making it sound like it was recorded in the 50s. And not just like on like the, the televisions and stuff like that. But like just while people were talking, it sounded like very there was like a lot of distortion. And just like it just sounded like I was listening to the radio in the 50s for most of the dialogue. And mm. I was like. I wonder if they just used the same shit, and lo and behold, they did. Well, again, I'll go Couldn't back believe. to at least I don't know what kind of budget they had, but I'm sure just trying to cut corners as much as they can. But yeah, I was a little disappointed. Yeah, I, I didn't particularly think anything stood out here in the audio. I mean, I, like literally aside from in the Invader Zim voice actor where i was like oh that's cool um richard uh richard horvitz sure um i don't i I didn't know his name uh i don't know i just didn't think there was anything spectacular in sound like the um everything sounded okay uh the voice acting was all right but again like joe was saying there was a bunch of audio distortion and that's actually really it makes a lot of sense why there was all the distortion if they were using old recordings, and it also made it so they didn't have to pay that actor again to record all of his lines. Yeah, I guess if they're buying the IP, that comes along with it, too. Yeah. I wish they would have at least recorded more lines for the villagers in town, though, because as you're, like, fucking shit up or whatever, hearing the same, like, you know, 10 or 12 voice lines because there weren't that many characters in town either like every you know Mm -hmm. jock had also the same voice and yelled at the same things i'm gonna mess you up martian man it just got is that a little green man (laughs) all right get ready monkeys 
It's like, yeah, okay. it's just, no. You know, you know who would have been great for crypto? Who's that? Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> yeah. It would have made it a little bit more tolerable. I No, no. That, that, I, I don't know if I would call that tolerable. <laughs> no. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take this thing. And it's going to shoot a giant green dildo out. And it's going to go into your anus. And I'm going to suck out your brains. That's going to be great. I, I hear Steve, the I, I gotta say, that in the game. I appreciate that. <laughs> Big Gilbert Godfrey fan over there, apparently. That, I used to do a very good Iago before puberty, so I'm trying to hold on to that a little bit. <laughs> to what, puberty? And then yeah. he turned to Iago. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> oh, boy. Classy <laughs> joke, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> On a on a carpet and tissue coming to you. Oh. God. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you just posted that, Clark, because I just saw that today where Gilbert Godfrey was just reading uh the lyrics to Wet Ass Pussy. It almost reminds me of uh when Walken did what was it, the one Lady Gaga song, but only better. Somebody just pay him to do it on cameo or something. Yeah. Did they actually That's pay awesome. him to do it? Yeah, for sure. It's a okay. wonder he can read it all with how hard he squints. <laughs> he is a hard squinter. <laughs> uh, if only he was crypto. <laughs> I mean, it's it is a lot of recycled uh, music and obviously recycled voice acting and whatnot. But it, I'll at least give it to what it is. It sounded like the the creepy. Um, mysterious ufo noises that they would have imagined back in 50s 60s and whatnot so it still kept to the time that they had it in but what what i was gonna say is um i don't have much to talk about with the dialogue It, it made me chuckle early on in the game and then it got old real quick i think the the menu music where you were talking about it 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 feels like like an old 1950s alien invasion movie where they mm-hmm. have that music. It, it it gave me that vibe immediately hearing some of the those tracks. But other than that, I, I don't think the, the audio is very strong on either front for this game. Yeah, like what you were saying, like when, when I started playing it, I like chuckled a few times at like the stuff that they were saying. And then like after the fourth mission, I was like, Ah, fuck. I'm going to have to sit through <laughs> all of this. Fuck. Yeah, because the amount of times you have to scan people in the game, like there's no no even avoiding uh, all the dialogue. And even the scan missions, it'd be like scan 10 people. And like five of those 10 people would say the same thing. You'd be like, are you kidding me? You wrote this game. You told me that I had to scan 10 soldiers. You couldn't at least put 10 dialogue options and not randomize it and make them unique. I wish Jim bobbed in and catch me with that shape. I don't know if that was one, but sounds about right. Could have been. I stopped listening. All I the time wish ago. I would have wrote it down, but there was one line after scanning somebody that I was like, this should have been cut from the game. It was, I think, making some kind of sexual joke, but I think it went too far and I think it sounded kind of rapey. And I, I forget it only occurred once and it was towards the end of the game. But I was like, this this should have been cut. This is a poorly uh, written line of dialogue. All right. So I think we covered everything in our audio 
So let's go ahead and take down that fucking Amish statue, and we're gonna give some final thoughts. Final thoughts. Originally, I was thinking, who's going to be the biggest critic? That's not going to be a a winning battle right there. So I'm just going (laughs) to go ahead and start with Clark. Oh, I was expecting you to start with yourself. (laughs) No, I need need to get in there in the middle somewhere so it's not totally negative. So we'll go with Clark. This is a bad game and shouldn't have been remade. Uh, I, I don't understand what the appeal was of the original game, because I don't think this would have been funny when I graduated high school, when this came out, what was it? 2004, 2005, 2005. When this, came out, this wouldn't have been funny then. And I think they were just like, how can we cast invader Zim as another alien to try to get hip with the kids? And I think this is a big fail for me. Okay. Uh, Joe. Yeah, I mean, like I said it before, I feel like this game was made for an 11-year-old, but an 11-year-old in 2005. I don't think any kid nowadays is going to enjoy this game. The only people buying this game are us and diehard fans. There are no, they didn't get any new players with this game, or at least I hope not, because I feel bad for those people. Okay, I I will interject here. I actually had a lot of fun with this game. Um, It was just nonsense. You really didn't have to work too hard for the most part. Um, I found it enjoyable to be a little more laid back and just like, oh, here's the missions. And then to go back and even going to farm for extra stuff. I I like the little side ones where it's like the the race where you have to use your little jetpack or chucking people into an abduction ray whatever it is or a total annihilation i i really did enjoy playing this game uh so i will stand in my lonely corner while the three of you feel the way you do so we'll round this out mr harry <laughs> round this out all right uh so i use gaming as an escape it's kind of my ticket to shutting off all responsibilities for a little bit and and just kind of diving into a world um it, it's it's a bad sign when you're like oh man i really want to go to work so i can get away from this game wow <laughs> damn. God, I, damn i was thinking the same thing i was like <laughs> i'd rather be doing dishes than playing yeah. this game uh i think joe kind of nailed it it was for like kids a long time ago i i don't i I, i'm just thinking modern kid today would not find enjoyment in a game like this yeah i don't know i think i think they missed a lot of notes on this and it might have actually been a decent game if we fell in that age group a long time ago we might actually have some fond memories of this game but uh clark clark said it like this game didn't need to be remade i don't like this came out of nowhere i don't i don't know i'm at a loss right now that it's really kind of hard to wrap my my thoughts around this other than it was just severely disappointing so i guess i'll leave it off with that all right let's go ahead and project the death ray and get some scores (laughs) that's pretty accurate the score i thought i thought it would be for a transition all right harry 
your score. I, I actually wrestled with this score quite a bit because I, I, I originally was thinking like 1.5 two somewhere there. And I'm looking at some of these games and the twos on my list are a little bit worse than this, this game. So I think I'm going to give it a 2.5, which is going to tie with the Lion King. Oh, oh, God. My, my twos on the list, just, just to give you some context real quick, is uh, Farming Simulator and Duck Dynasty. Uh, I think all this right. Is better, this is slightly better than those games. <laughs> I had more fun with Duck Dynasty. I was waiting for that comment. Clark, score us. This is an absolute avoid for me. Like, don't buy it. Fucking if someone suggests it to you, question their fucking taste. <laughs> question your friendship. Are you high? <laughs> yeah. Question your friendship. Question wait, your wait, faith wait, 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 in humanity what? that this was remade what? and that there's a group of people that actually enjoy this. Are are we not friends now? Oh, I'm questioning it. That's all I'm saying, Steve. Yeah, we're all questioning it now. <laughs> this might be a three person podcast next episode. <laughs> oh man! But for real, this game is a piece of shit. <laughs> fucking avoid it at all costs. Uh, all right, Joe, you're next. All right, so. I feel like I would give this game a better grade if we played the original. But the fact that this game came out barely over a month ago. About two months ago, by the by ju- the time that this released. Yeah. Technology hasn't changed yeah, since fair, then, fair. but... <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, it. it I, I'm going to give it a zero. <laughs> like, wow. Really? I enjoyed... I, I enjoyed absolutely nothing in this game. I hated every moment of this game. You didn't go like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then it was ruined by the subsequent 20 hours. Like the game opens up and it's kind of kitschy. Like it's funny, you know, all that shit, but it just shoves it down your throat. And you just, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. Like it was too much. Like they just laid on thick the whole fucking way. I couldn't do it. I fucking hated it. Just a real uh, quick point. Like it's 2020. We're looking for things that make life better from the pandemic, not worse. (laughs) Yeah. No, I would have rather somebody been like, hey, you're not allowed to use any electronics for 22 hours. Review it. I would have had more fun. Million dollars. But this is the only video game you can play for the rest of your life. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Wouldn't do it. So to not end on such a sour note, a uh, plus. <laughs> at, oh well, just hold hold on. No spoilers. Harry. No, he's gonna do this bullshit where he gives it three <laughs> grades. No, 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 Joe. A plus minus B. Hey, hey, Joe, shut your bitch mouth. Just wait. <laughs> As a game, this is like a C minus. Period. I mean, I I did have fun. There's again no substance to it, but. I do enjoy that every once in a while. It was a nice break. And then the second grade, there is no third. The second grade, Why I'm going to give this. second grade? <laughs> because the fact I found something that made you guys cringe and be so upset, A++. So which one goes on the score sheet? The C- minus goes on the score grade. I thought it was a C+. Plus. No, it was a C-. C-, plus or C-, 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 C-. C-. You said C-. Okay. C-. Right. C-. 
Hold on. Can I can I go back to my arbitrary review scores and give this <laughs> give this next episode is only three podcasters? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. All right, so join us next time without Steve. <laughs> You've been suspended. <laughs> I mean, now that we reviewed it, I just want to sit and bash it more because, God. Well, we can do that on our own time because we are out of time for tonight. So join us for the next episode of Mubbers. Following that, life is strange. So weird. Yeah. So um, four weeks from now, you will be (laughs) 2020 the game. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Be sure to follow us on social media and all streaming platforms at Super Fun Podcast for more episodes. If you enjoyed the show, tell a friend about us and consider becoming a Patreon member for more exclusive content.